Hello and welcome to Viv and Miles's Infinite Watchlist Top 100 Horror. I am Viv, and with me as always is... I'm Miles. Hi. Hi. And once again, we have our extra special guest, <laughs> Carrie. I'm back to being extra special. Extra if special. This is, if this was Drag Race, you're like the Ross Matthews. You're not always there, but you pop up a lot. Right. It's <laughs> great. Right. Yeah. Or or maybe like a... a, a um... T.S. Madison. T.S. Madison, thank you. My brain yeah, was I was going to say, because, she, like, yeah, Ross is there Madison, a lot. Right, she, she's she's still a guest, like, not because a she, regular, she but appears she appears a lot. lot. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, you, you've come back for another slice of the conjuring pie. I mean, if I yes. did one, why not just do both? Yeah. <laughs> that's, I think yes. that's the spirit. So welcome to our first sequel in our list. Yes, this is a very this is the special first time. This is a big one for that to get because, as we know, nearly every horror we've done has got a sequel. Like I'd say, many eighty percent so. of them. Most of them have at least one sequel, at least if not a franchise. <laughs> not a not ten or twenty. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But this one. one made the cut because I feel personally that the second one is scarier than the first one. So I had to, I had to put it in there. Yeah. I would concur. I also concur. <laughs> I think when you have a, um, a nun with those teeth, then it needs to be, it's going to be scarier. Yes. And those fingers. <laughs> and the fingers. There's a lot of finger work in this film. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of finger Oof. close-ups. Um, yes, and and just like Annabelle opens the first one and then became its own franchise, the nun opens kind of sort of this one. Um, she, yeah. she they kind of put her in there. Wow. She really has anything to do with the Amityville house, but the nun also then becomes its own film series. But I yes. feel like the nun was also like much more tied to this storyline than yeah. Annabelle was to the other one. Absolutely. Cause because this one yeah. we find that that demon was the one that they were truly fighting yeah. throughout. Yes. They just didn't know that it was that same demon until we find out kind of at the same time. Yes. Exactly. As they do. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's definitely more of a connection yes and i will say as someone that has um so i have a lot of catholic school trauma and nuns um terrify me so just even without her moving (laughs) just the visual (laughs) is it's nightmare fuel for me um so when the nun that when the you know um spin-off film came out for the nun I didn't go see it at the movie theater because I was like, I can't, I know this is just going to give me nightmares forever. Yeah. Too much. I was expecting it to be really terrifying. And sadly it was not because when I did oh. see it, I was like, the nun is way scarier in the conjuring too than it is. Oh, her. really? Perhaps yeah. it's too much. Perhaps she's scary because you don't see her that much. So when you do, she's really, Yeah, I feel like the story is not as good either. Um, 
Mm-hmm. Like I was hoping that the back story of Valak was going to be a lot more than what it was, okay. but um, there's a second one coming out soon. The the sequel to the Nun, so the Nun Two is coming out soon. So we'll see. Maybe it gets better. That's nice. But <laughs> but, but the, the actress that. the actress <laughs> the lead. In both Nun movies, um, I guess what they're kind of hinting at is that it's, it's Lorraine as a as a past live Lorraine when she was younger and is played by Vera Farmiga's sister, Tysa Farmiga from American Horror Story. And they but look so much alike that it works really well. Isn't the demon that is the nun an inhuman spirit? So it wouldn't be Lorraine from a past life. No, no, no. She's not playing that nun. She's playing another nun that fights the demon. Uh-huh. Okay. But now she's I'm also back. a nun. She's back also up to speed here. Yeah, no, she doesn't. The nun is played by the same actress who plays I her was in this. Confused too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, the lead character is kind of like a you know, like I say, hint that it's another life because she looks so much like Vera Farmiga because it's her sister. Hmm. So, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, there's a lot of nuns because it takes place in a convent. So, and there, there's no Maria von Trapp or, or, um, not the one singing nun in this film. No, not the one. Does that nun scare you? No, because she doesn't wear habits. Really, okay. like you, you rarely see her because she's a novice, so she doesn't have the full. And you can't be scared of Julie Andrews. Come on, that's just no. And for most of the movie, she's not really a nun. She's more like a nanny. So, well, as the Baroness says, <laughs> and out there is a woman who I don't think will ever make a nun. <laughs> As I'm gonna, I'm gonna admit something to you. I have never seen that movie. <laughs> Can you just? How do you get there and say that? I, my goodness, I, Carrie. I because by the time my parents got to me, they'd probably seen it so many times with my. They sister. were just like done. <laughs> you need to stop like watching The Conjuring more than once and get on the sound of music. You will feel so much happier. Everything <laughs> will be much jollier. You will come skipping up the mountains. <laughs> I with Nazis. <laughs> with Nazis. No. I'm still with Nazis. <laughs> no, they're against and that's not that's not the focus of this film. I know. But it is the main storyline. <laughs> anyway, we no. are not talking about the sound of music. We are it's like not the main storyline. A much more not... sinister. <laughs> <laughs> I disagree with that statement anyway. But we can get into that another time. I disagree. It's not the main storyline. Sinister plotline. It's what's happening in the country, but it's not the main storyline. Right, but there's a lot of Nazi action in it because they're the threat and they're the ones that are, you know. Miles, can you do your your musical podcast? Why why would you try and bring the film down like that? (laughs) (laughs) When you make Viviana watch all the musicals, I'll watch that. I don't don't even go there. Yeah, but the thing is about making Viviana watch musicals is she enjoys musicals. I so do like musicals. Insane. Yeah, that's I do like musical. some of the older ones though. Like uh, I don't love like Carousel and like the older ones as I much. Didn't, but I didn't like Brigadoon. There we she go. Yeah, not. no, you did not. She did love uh, Rum Tum Tugger though when we went oh to see Cats. God. 
Not the I movie, but the show. Loved Rum Dum I'll be very reluctant to put the movie of Cats in the list, by the way. But anyway, let's just... Let's... Well, that was horrifying. <laughs> no, that's not. Anyway, let's back to The Conjuring. <laughs> yeah. So, just Conjuring like the first two. one. This, yes. Just like the first one, this was also directed by James Wan. Yes, this is three uh-huh. years later, 2016. 77. This takes place in 1970. Well, the actual haunting of the Enfield house in 1977. I think you're saying it came no, out. No, girl, the, the film, 2016. Oh, the film. I was thought you were like getting into it. No, the I film was is like, 2016, yes. <laughs> like, I, like, I watched we the wrong one. To 77? Yeah, What's no. happening here? I thought you were talking about this happens in 1977 compared to the first one that happened in 1968. Or stars no. in nice That is correct, and also correct that it came out three years after the first. <laughs> yes, <concert>. it's two thousand. <laughs> hmm. So yeah, so this is the follow up to the first one. Um. Do you want to set it up, Viv? What do you set it up? I set it up. I think the last one. So maybe you set up this one. Sure. Okay. All right. So like. Um, hopefully you've listened to our previous podcast so we don't have to repeat ourselves but we are back with Ed and Lorraine Warren who have had a a lot of experience now with dealing with unwanted visitors let's put it that way (laughs) I feel like like Mamma Mia this could be called The Conjuring Here We Go Again because (laughs) Here we go again. So the summary of this film is we, at the start, like we were just saying, it's 1976 in New York, and they're dealing with, they say, one of the worst cases. After everything they've seen, they didn't think that much could rattle them, but this does rattle them. And at the beginning, we see that they go to a house where there were someone killed everyone in the household basically he went around and shot everyone so this is the Amityville house which is very very famous um and the Amityville horror film which made Ed and Lorraine Warren household names in the U.S. so yeah it's a big one yes uh where am I now I don't know you were talking about the Amityville house. Yes. So we're just, just summing up the, the, the plot of the film. Yeah, so that's at the beginning. And then we kind of get an idea about the couple carrying on with what they were doing before and that Lorraine is the one that gets the visions and she's the one who sees, she goes deep into what's happened. And through that, we're then transported to the UK Hun to Enfield, which I never thought was going to be a main part of a a big American film at all. And we find that, like in the first one, a house is being, there's some unfortunate action in a house. There's another situation. And a mother is there with four children this time, not five, but we're not far off. And things go wrong again, and the couple come in to help. That's the summary. (laughs) But yeah, a lot more happens, obviously. But yeah, it's really crazy that we go to the UK for this one. That's kind of fun. To my patch. 
Yep. We, we come over. Yeah. So um, one of the things that happens at the beginning is that we get introduced to the nun character, which also becomes a movie franchise. Mm-hmm. And um, Lorraine first encounters it at the Amityville house, um, which is interesting because it has nothing to do with the Amityville house. But um, they just put her in there as Lorraine's little, um, I guess, demon that follows her around. Yes. And the nun... Uh, that's a kind of a big part in this film. She she it comes does. on and off. Um, she certainly does. Yes, she's very creepy way, and he decides to do a painting of her as well. A very accurate painting. <laughs> yes, and I, that's a that's a strange moment for me because at this point we know that Lorraine has seen this nun um, before. And when she sees the painting, she chooses not to tell him, oh, yeah, that's the demon I keep seeing. Um, she doesn't say anything to him about it, um, which is interesting. I'm like, wow, that would have been my first response going like, what? So has she been, she's been an image to him as well then, because he must have. Yes, he said that he had a dream um, about this, this nun and he hadn't been able to shake the image um, so he he wanted to paint it to get it out of his brain. Right. And then decides to put it up, which is pretty crazy. Why would you do that? Why on earth would you put the picture up on the wall? I have absolutely no idea. It's bizarre. So just want to say that we've lost Carrie, so hopefully she will be able to hop back on. I was wondering why her expression hadn't changed <laughs> for five minutes. And she hasn't said sure. a word. That that's not that unlucky <laughs> with us two around, but the rest I was confused about. <laughs> yes. Yes. I was very confused. Um yeah, so that, that bit at the beginning when they're in that house in did you say it's in Long Island? In this house. Did you, did you say that? No. Yes, um, it's in Long Island, New York, the Amityville House. And it's a very famous case. Um, the family that the book was about had um, all these you know, horrible things happening to them. And they fled in the middle of the night. Um, and the warrant, oh, be- Carrie's back. Yay. I'm back. You're still on our screen. <laughs> frozen on one side yeah we're way. seeing double now yeah, we're seeing two it's, it's like the parent trap well you yeah. were you were blank on mine and then it just i don't know what yeah. happened how funny my bad so sorry it's the demon oh, it's, no. it's you know it's what it is but we're, we were just kind of getting into it now so you haven't missed much okay. so we're talking about the amityville house um which okay. we get to see a little bit of it they do um show there was a very very famous photograph um of like what they deem either a ghost or a demon child that became very published in newspapers and all this stuff that a photographer who was working with the warrens took at the amityville house when they were investigating of the little boy with the glowing eyes that we see at the top of the stairs so we get to you know they they reference that in the film which is kind of cool yeah. And then they, they talk about um, uh, 
the family that lived there before the family that the film is about um, were the DeFeos. And it's a very horrendous um, murder case where the son kills the entire family. Mm-hmm. And um, so we see Lorraine kind of walking through the house like she is Ron DeFeo shooting his entire family. Um, yeah. So they, yeah, they, they, kind of um, and I love that the beginning shot is the attic with the two windows that are kind of so iconic for that house that, that look like almost eyes mm-hmm. um I actually read the people that live in that house um changed the windows because <laughs> people still to this day were trying to find the house in Amityville and so they were sick of people showing up in the house so they actually just changed the, the windows so people couldn't recognize which house it was i think people need to stop moving into significant <laughs> houses if they're not willing to cash in on it like but why not just do do postcards here's like, the thing with that house is that part of what um became very controversial is that after that family fled in the middle of the night and the warrens wrote that very famous book the amityville horror that house, many families have lived in that house and owned that house, and no one has ever reported anything happening in that house. So there's a lot of questioning. Like we learned in the first conjuring, that it like sort of doesn't matter if you leave, it like follows you. So maybe yeah, but but also the other family hasn't had any problems anywhere else they lived. So you know, it's um, oh, sorry, um, I'm having an issue here with my cat and my vacuum. That just started we didn't vacuuming. Hear it. No, I can't hear anything. Okay, good. Continue. <laughs> oh. We're having a lot of things happening. There's a lot of problems. So just, yeah, what is happening? There are some technical issues here. Um, so like with the first film, we get some subtitles again telling you about the fact that what's tr- that these are based on true stories that the Warrens actually investigated these situations. And they're talking about, there's a whole statement from Ed Warren at the beginning saying about how diabolical forces are formidable and they're they're eternal. And according to him, they exist today. He says the fairy tale is true. So he's obviously like, I'm guessing, addressing people who are doubting Mm -hmm. the situation. And he says the devil exists, God exists. And then it's up to you to elect which one you're going to follow. So it's like, oof, that's a heavy, heavy <laughs> statement right at the beginning there. <laughs> yeah. That draws you in from the start. Um, yeah. So we get a whole, that whole thing. And then we move from there to, to the UK, Han. We move over. So this is a fun, when they move, we get a great montage of London calling and images of, famous images of London and then Thatcher and the Queen and all the things that were happening in the late 70s. Mm-hmm. Over here, over in my patch. <laughs> yes, the music is really cool in this movie. I enjoy the music and the fashion. Yeah. Yes, there are some cool. And Enfield is very North London. It's practically out of London. So, uh, no, I'm not sure I've been there. I don't think I have, but I'm not far from it. 
But yeah, so Green Street is the setting of the Hodgson residence, 1977. And then, um, yeah, this is when we meet another family who are going through it. <laughs> Correct. Um, more than, yeah, they're going through it. Like, not just like supernatural, but just having a rough go. Yeah, they're having a rough time. I think she, well, she's a single mom because we find out that the father of these children was sleeping with the neighbor and has had twins since. So he's out of the picture. So she's now raising four children Janet, Margaret, Billy, and Johnny. And um, she's raising them and you get the impression that she's, well, she says that she's hard up with money. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, a bit like in the first film, the interior of this house is very unappealing. It looks pretty yeah. downtrodden. Those walls need a lick of paint, to say the least. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. To say the least. Yeah. And then the kiddos are kind of having a rough go at school and... Yeah. The Especially little one has the, a stutter and gets picked Billy on. Billy has a stutter, which I always find really like when, oh, it's just so cruel. People bully mm-hmm. him. It's so horrible. He is adorable. All he wants is some biscuits. Mm-hmm. He just wants some biscuits. <laughs> he wants biscuits. Now, we, we must talk about the posters in the girls' rooms because yeah. the girls have... All the 70s posters, they have Starsky, they have Hutch, they have um, Donny Osmond, and they have Miss Joanna, Joanna Lumley. When she Joanna was Lumley, with I her um, fabulous haircut. Yes, with her little bowl cut from the Avengers, yeah. That's a very important poster to have. That is, yeah, that immediately makes puts a smile on your face. Um, of course. How wonderful is that? I love it. Absolutely yes, unfortunately, that. that's all the joy that um, this family gets before things. Really, <laughs> that room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that room becomes a terrible place to be in um, yeah. fairly quickly in this film. Yeah, very much like the first film, the children never get a good night's sleep. <sighs> no, and it, I feel this children, especially I feel Janet is uh, very. She's very considerate because oftentimes she waits a little too long to scream. Or get um, out. Yeah, I would I would be screaming constantly if I was yeah. her. I mean, talk about like this girl as being honestly the unsung hero, even though she is also <laughs> simultaneously like sort of part of the villain here, because she is really sacrificing herself a lot to like throughout this whole thing yeah for the sake of her family she's like tying herself to her bed <laughs> like just right so sad I, I guess yeah like the first weird thing that happens is that she goes to sleep and then all of a sudden she wakes up and she's downstairs in the living mm-hmm. room and she doesn't know how she got there yeah um, she thinks she's sleepwalking that's the only right. logical thing they can come up with Right. Um, and then she's doing things like um, waking up and and talking. It's like having a conversation, but she's talking in two different voices. Male and her, yeah. Right. And, and her sister's like, um, 
Janet, what's happening? And yeah. then this funny. This is... get mom. She does her sister just like kind of puts her back to bed and is like, nighty night. <laughs> no, I would have been um sorry to wake you, mother, but I am not going back in that bedroom ever again. Yeah, no, no, thank you to you. It made me laugh because there's a program over here called This Is My House, where oh. four people pretend to be the same person and you have to work out whose house it is. It just made me laugh because they keep saying, this is no. my house. This right, is the my ghost. House. My, house. The <laughs> my house. This is my house. Get out of my house. Yeah. I also love that when they get a cockney to say house, it sounds like they're saying arse. This is my ass. The H goes. This is my ass. Yeah, my ass. I did not hear it that way, but now I will not be able to unhear it. Yeah, that's that's exactly how it sounds. That's funny. Yeah, my so, ass. There's this ghost of the, the old man, but also I want to uh, bring up the terrifying toy. Um, that Billy is playing with um, where it's like a little round thing that spins and so he sees like the little man moving inside and they sing the song about the crooked man yeah absolutely not absolutely no no if those were my children I would be absolutely none of this is happening I would throw that thing away and that song would be forbidden ever it's terrifying those like all those old nursery rhymes are scary they're all like that we're gonna just gloss over the homemade Ouija board that. Oh really- well, yes, of course. Yeah, no, but that cannot be glossed over because that kind of yeah. opens the portal yeah. to everything. Which really, yeah. if we're gonna find a, a someone to blame, it's Cam- her friend Camilla, who also got her in trouble for smoking cigarettes. That's cool, right? Yeah. And then they had that Ouija board that, if we've learned nothing from horror films, is that Ouija boards are just opening doors to terrible things big mistakes. coming into yeah. your into your yeah. home um because peggy's not very impressed when she finds that ouija board i just would say- not even. well and and i mean it's after they play with it that all of this starts happening mm-hmm. um in between so- we get flashes back to the warrens who mm-hmm. now have become somewhat celebrities and uh, like on doing TV interviews where they're basically being mocked or like criticized or questioned. There's a mm-hmm. lot of like, well, how can you actually prove this? And da 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 which is testing them. It's particularly mm-hmm. her, I feel Lorraine is bothered by that more than he is. Doesn't seem too bothered. So that's they, happening at the same time. There's the the nun that keeps they keep getting visions of the nun back home. They have that situation with the nun painting, and that well, scene. I think that's one of the scariest scenes in the whole film. Agreed. The 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 that scene in the office where like the, the shadow goes on, yeah, like the the it's like a choir of children singing that Christmas song, and and then the painting Heart of the nun. The herald angels sing. All of it is terrifying. And, uh, well, and the I, fact that we hung this painting like a place yeah. of honor in their house outside uh, of their horror no. escape. But in the way that we saw in the ring, but a few weeks ago, where someone climbs out of the television, the thought of someone climbing out of a picture frame is equally terrifying. 
right. especially and, when it looks like that. I love the way that it's is it happens is because we know what what's coming because we see the eyes all of a sudden are glowing and we see the long gray fingers coming from the side of the painting grabbing Ooh. on so we know what's coming and it still makes you kind of jump when oh. when the sun comes out um, holding the picture there. it didn't jump until much I, later it makes me jump it's horrible it's nasty i, I didn't scream until later <laughs> <laughs> so I do. I'm surprised, Viv, that you haven't tried to sell this to me as a Christmas film the way you do. With <laughs> it is. I mean, it is a Christmas film. It's not as Christmassy as Gremlins, but it happens during no. Christmas. <laughs> I would never watch this at Christmas, but that did give me a little bit of comfort. I enjoyed the fact that as a family film. <laughs> I love. Yeah, I love that. At one point, they've literally got like beds being flung in the air. They've got children possessed but they still had time to pop the christmas tree up yeah and <laughs> trim it they still had time to let's let's not let that stir plans let's still, let's still put up the christmas tree you know yeah. if it flies uh, you know across the room then it flies across the room yeah they gotta bring exactly. some joy in they're basically trapped in this house and nobody's willing to help them she's like, yeah they might oh. as well make it festive true that could have been the mom trying to do something to yeah. bring any kind of joy. Yeah. So we meet her friend across their friends across the road, the neighbors mm-hmm. who help out. We've got this sort of interesting system where they've trained their dog to ring a bell when he wants to Carrie's go. Carrie's dog is trained to ring a bell when she needs to go out. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it I hope not in that, not in the fashion of the film. No, they're like just it. like it's just like bells that hang from like the door handle, and she no way, goes, it didn't even actually happen. And pause <laughs> at it, so she will go out. Yeah, no way. It is. Does true. the does your dog then turn into that man, the creepy no. man? Lord, oh. I hope not. And the fact that you've <laughs> my brain is going to be nightmare fuel for tonight. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I did ask regularly about the dog throughout the film. I'm like, but where's the dog? I know, I kept telling her, I think this is just like another weird vision that the demon is causing them to have. I don't think it, the dog really turns into him. And then and we again, see the dog is fine later. So neighbors need an award or something because like the amount that they're willing to put up with. with the them. neighbors are, those are true friends. They are. Yeah. Ride or dies. Because that would have been like, you know, because, yeah, because when they flee the house and they go to the neighbors, they put them up and they, they're like, stay here. But then that's what ends up happening. That the Janet, like, yeah. And then Janet comes down the Janet hall. Possessed and, yeah. Mm-hmm. And throwing things with her mind and that voice, that horrible old man voice that she comes out of her mouth. If I was the neighbors, I'd be like, you know what? I, I, I'll give you money for a hotel. <laughs> we kept going back and forth when we were watching it. We we're like, I'm going to let you finish. but oh, <laughs> I you can finish. recommend. You know, it's like, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Yeah. <laughs> you got to get out. I, sorry. No, sorry about it. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. True friends. True friends. Yeah. So then... So- yeah. News starts to spread and it becomes a thing on the television that they like report it and it becomes like a bit of a story. 
yeah. they have all these flashes of like TV interviews and stuff. And then this is where Morris comes in. And Morris, I was telling you before, played by Simon McBurzy, I think, or Bernie, one of the other, I've realized is in the Vicar of Dibley. And he plays the choir master in the Vicar of Dibley, which was a nice, I was, try, I was trying to, I spent most of the film trying to work out why I recognize that voice. <laughs> but this is the bit when he comes in and interviews her when they're all recording and, and she starts to, his voice starts to come out. And this is the clip they play in the credits, right? They yeah. actually have a clip of this. Yeah. That, which is the actual recording, yeah. That's like yeah. the creepiest bit of actual evidence that we see of the real evidence. That's definitely the most like, ooh. Well, and then it starts to play out sort of like the Amityville, like where you've got like these people who are the skeptics and the people who believe and it just mm -hmm. sort of becomes like this family like the, right. of the fight, you know, rather than like, you know, trying to figure out what's going on, whether it's mental illness or demonic possession like we're just kind of fighting over who's right and this poor little girl is just sitting there like it's getting yeah. worse since more started talking to it and you know asking yeah. it questions and and yeah. that's when yeah. we find out that like he says his name my name is bill bill, I'm sorry, bill wilkins bill wilkins like 74 72 years old like that yeah yeah, and then this is my house, and I died in that chair. Yeah, which the wallpaper is like rotting behind it. It is yeah. horrific, and the chair isn't in a and great the chair. It's terrifying. Yeah, I'd rather sit in that chair than touch that wallpaper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about the bit in the credits when they say that the real Peggy died in that same chair years later? Yes. I was like, oh wow. In the like, same house, the in the same chair. I know. Yes. I would have. Uh, that chair would have been destroyed, like burnt. Like that chair would not have been in my house. Yeah. Even after the everything got resolved, even even after finding out that, you know, spoiler alert, it's not really the old man who's doing all these evil things. It's the demon that is controlling this ghost. That um, also killed the old man the old man right like in, in, yeah, and is yeah. keeping the, the spirit in that house um yeah. even though the old man wants to go i'm surprised the warrens didn't drag that chair back for their museum not the crooked man with so yeah they've got they that really the creepy old children yeah, <laughs> that toy. Oh, Lord. They were like, we we haven't got any room for that chair. It's too much. No, no, that chair. I'm like, no, you yeah, know, like yes, fine. Transport across the pond too. Yeah. Yes. So, so that's, that's how the Warrens end up here, and because this becomes a very famous case in England, and the church is now um, being asked to get involved. So then the church is asking the Warrens to go investigate if this is really a case of possession or if it's a hoax because the church is like very careful we don't want to be associated with any hoax because yeah, right. forbid that they tarnish the good name of the catholic church yeah they're like yeah. this 11 year old girl is faking yeah. right. i love they will molest the children but not help them apparently 
they arrived at a station that is always interesting for people to pronounce Marlebone. It looks like spelt Mary Lebone. Mary Lebone, yes. Yeah, Mary Lebone, Marlebone Station. I did like that it was festive when they arrived. I thought that was quite nice. <laughs> I think they, as that was happening, I said, I want to go to the UK during Christmas. <laughs> uh, you absolutely do. London at Christmas Fun. is amazing. Um, and, I, and I responded, well, I hope you like Slade. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But she and couldn't Boney. sing the song, so I don't know what she's talking I don't know about. how the song goes. Can you sing it for her? Of course I can. So here it is. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Everybody's having fun. Yeah. Look to the future now. We've only just begun. It's not a popular Christmas. It's Christmas. Every store you walk into, you will hear that. And or Christmas time, mistletoe and wine, children singing Christmas. This has become much more fun now. (laughs) Well, I'll plan a trip to the UK at Christmas. You should. Oh my god. This is a lovely guy. In our house, like halfway through November, right through to halfway through January. So you've got plenty of time. Great. It might not be this year, but maybe next. Yes, do because Viv nearly lost her mind when she was here for the whole season. It's a lot of Christmas happening at the Ryan's. Yeah, but yeah. you don't like Christmas that much, Viviana. I love no, I Christmas things. Oh, so you, you would love. You could take Carrie to your um, fifteen-hour carol singing extravaganza. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, I might I... explain and sit down, but I'll do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, just love. I mean, you've seen Love Actually, right? That is oh, literally thousand times. <laughs> so that is London at Christmas. That's what it's like. It's amazing. Great. Right. I'm there. I feel like we veered from demon possession to love. I actually, think we're trying to cope. Yeah, but here. isn't that better? So much nicer. <gasps> oh my god! I found a, I found it. I've got an idea of how to make you suffer the way you've made me suffer with a hundred horror films. We could do the top hundred Christmas films. <gasps> that would oh. be harder than musicals for me. Yeah. Yeah, obviously, because musicals are fun. I'm not actually going to make you do that because I don't think because I, I, I enjoy musicals. Could, I don't enjoy Christmas movies. I don't a, think you could muster the strength to even pretend to enjoy them. Like I'm I mean, there's fun. some that I love. Like I love a Christmas story. I love the Nightmare Before Christmas. So there's some Christmas movies I do like. I don't ever classify a Nightmare Before Christmas as a Christmas I'm not sure, movie. It's sure a Christmas movie. Santa Claus is in it. Mm, I don't like it. Now we've we've really veered off. We're really veering. Anyway, anyway, let's get back to Enfield and and the possessed child. (laughs) When the Hollywood version of the Warrens arrive in London. (laughs) In London, darling. In my end, my side of the pond, sweetie. Over here. Um, <laughs> the, when they go in, the room has been accessorized with <sighs> crucifixes of every size and color that has been kindly donated by the neighbors. I love when they're like, "Has it helped?" and she's like, "No." That's, that's what I asked right before it was said. <laughs> not in the really. Is it working? She's like, "No, not really." And they've no. kind of chained the the girls' room off so nobody can go in it. 
It's kind of like yeah. poltergeist when they close the kids' room. Yes. Because that's yes. where all the activity is happening. Yeah. Chained off. Yeah. And it's like completely wrecked. Like no furniture is left unbroken in there. And... Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they, through, through quizzing, we find out about the husband leaving. We find out that all the furniture came with the house, bits and pieces like that. Yeah. They like to, they like to probe. Can we talk about um, my favorite moment of the film? Sure. Elvis. My Elvis. favorite moment of the film is when he sings Elvis. I was like, this is lovely. This, that was a really pleasant it section. Was a sweet moment, very sweet moment. Yeah. yeah and he's a daughter at home yeah. for Christmas. Yeah. Because also Patrick Wilson I've seen is a big Broadway star and has done a lot of musicals. So it's no wonder that he had a lovely voice for falling in love with you. I was like, oh, can we yeah. just have this? <laughs> this is lovely. <laughs> the remainder of the movie. And then, it was also, and then... just to bring the sound of music back in, I'm very happy to do that. It was a very Edelweiss moment with him there and all the children around on the floor. Right. And also, I just want to to just throw in there that they're having this lovely moment with these children yeah. for Christmas and their daughter is spending Christmas alone in Connecticut. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. So if yeah. I was your daughter, I'd be like, yeah, I'd rather be alone than in the, you know, presence of a demon. I don't think her house felt terribly safe to her either. Yeah, Not if she was true. left with that nun painting. Yeah. No way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Poor Judy. He also well, has when, the... Also, just, just because this will come up again. Mm. Also, Judy was with mom when mom had another vision of the nun. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. she starts, like, writing on her Bible. And, and Judy doesn't know what's happening. And she wakes yeah. her up. And there's, yes. like, she's been writing, like, frantically Frantic. on the Bible. Yeah. She's screaming... We see her scream at the demon, what is your name? Who are you? Tell me your name. And then she's like writing and writing and writing. So this will become um, very important later. <laughs> hmm Yeah. Good point. Good point. I like the bit where they gave Ed, I keep wanting to say Ed Harley, but it's not Ed Harley. It's Ed <laughs> you Warren. can say Ed Warren. Ed Warren. Ooh, that Doesn't really... Happen. Well, what even the even the demon was like Ed or Eddie, Eddie. Or Edward, and he goes, "It's Ed." Mm. Ed is good. I'm good with Ed. And then and then he's like, "But your father called called you Edward." It's like, no, yeah. my father called me Ed, and this is not a therapy session. Yeah, that was not talking really, about my dad. That was funny. That bit. I was like, "Where is this coming? Where's happening here? Why is he like?" Hello, <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, don't don't do that." Also, I liked when they gave Ed this humongous 70s camcorder thing. And he's like, oh, it's so light. I laughed. <laughs> like, so yes, huge that's very funny. I laughed. I like that. He's, he's without minus the sideburns, Patrick is quite a okay. hunky character. Well, then, thank you for bringing out the sideburns. Because there's one, one reporter that comes up or some... <laughs> man that has very long very long ones and carrie yeah. goes no 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 you were like no 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 yes i'll admit to that part but you were like oh like those things they're like chops or you know whatever right. i was like oh lamb chops and then immediately we both just started laughing because we knew we were wrong and they are not in <laughs> <laughs> i was like i believe it's mutton 
shots, but Martin I guess it's the same. Uh, very similar, very yeah. similar. Yeah. Well, you know what they say when they do you have that expression? You say mutton dressed as lamb, yes. is that over there as well? Yes, yeah, I've heard it before. I have not, so I think yeah, it, I do like, think it's a British thing. An older, an older person tries to look younger. That's right. such a mean expression. Oh, uh, they go, well, in fact, they even people here would say, Oh, look, she's mutton. You don't even say the rest because you're supposed to know what it means. Yeah, it's usually used against women more so than men. Well, I guess yeah. when they're on a younger person, they're called lamb chops now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Or or I said ants are shorter, so those could be lamb chops, and the other guy has mutton chops. Uh, it was a nice little laugh. Yeah. Either way, was... based on the pictures I've seen of Patrick Wilson since minus sideburns much much better well much funny better. you should say that hold on to that thought because you might get to see him without oh, the really? soon is he gonna is, sooner than you think is he popping up again oh, he sure is. Is. i'm happy he for sure him to is. pop up again maybe not As, I don't know. if you tell by the way just telling you now if you tell me that the conjuring three has crept in i'm not talking no. to you anymore no no no, it's not. It's not a country movie. I'm not going through this. Like, there's, there's, there's <laughs> limits. One has their limits. Someone has to draw the line at some point. <laughs> so, um, yes. So, so lots of of things are happening with this poor kid who's possessed. Yes. Um, also, <laughs> transported to different rooms. Yeah. yeah, she keeps like tying herself to the bed and then waking up on, on the ceiling sometimes. Can I just say sorry? I have to say I, <laughs> I've written in my notes massive camcorder and I keep thinking it says cucumber. And I'm sitting here going, like, when did the cucumber come in? I've completely forgotten this bit. <laughs> I don't think there was a massive cucumber. I don't no, think, not, yeah. not that I know of. I've I didn't written, know what I said. No. I've written massive cucumber, so small and light. <laughs> <laughs> massive cucumber. Whoops. Like they don't have enough trouble. They don't yeah. have enough. I don't think they need that right now. Yes. So, I, I wanted to also bring up because this is important. It is that when she's having that moment at home where she's writing on her bible she also gets a vision of how ed will die mm-hmm. which is being kind of pierced by a by a big piece of wood yeah yeah like, a, like an icicle at one point but yeah huge so obviously she keeps saying i'm worried i've seen how you're gonna die yeah like and he kind of goes like ah don't worry about it he's like yeah. nah, where we were what was it like god made us god put us together so that we can help people yeah Yeah. i think we've realized by now that things don't bother him so much because he wouldn't have done most of what happens if he was remotely bothered a lot of this bothers him when it like feels like it impacts lorraine like if it's like when she's in danger then he's like i'm good as we see later and then he says to her he even says to her maybe maybe the reason God put us together is because you're going to save me from dying. Mm-hmm. You know, so. She's like, do I have to? Can we he's not a, just have he's a nice- glass full kind of fellow, I feel. Yeah. He really is. And he just sometimes like just runs right in without a thought. <laughs> yeah. Which brings me nicely to the fact that we get more basement action again right now. 
Oh, yeah. Talk um, about a trigger warning. I told Carrie trigger warning because, you know, she has had some small issues with water and floods in her. No? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't that deep, but it was a lot of water damage. Water is my enemy and has been following me. So f- watching mm-hmm. that was just already. Yeah, that's triggering. Yeah. yeah. I do I feel think- like they underestimated the amount of water. They said something like, oh, there's a little bit of. <laughs> It's a bit damp down there. They didn't it's say like it was like. They didn't say it was the set of Titanic. Yeah. It was like what yeah. to be a bit damp. So like, how it was long deep. has that water been going on there? Like, is anyone smelling yeah. mold or mildew? Yeah. Like, you could do yeah. laps down there. Like, what's happening? It's like, what's... <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> it was really bad. <laughs> so bad. And it's also clearly deep. not very well insulated basement. That's just like a bit of rubble. I it also feel bad. like they've maybe I'm speaking out of term here, but I feel like they for the film they've added an American style basement because you don't really get those here as much in that yeah, style. That's very American. Yeah. Not, I, mean, I, I think I probably think, they needed more space to have that scene. Yeah, to have the water tank put in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The whole... well, and to have the old man come out of the water and all that stuff, you know. I did scream at that. I knew it was coming. I called it and I did jump and scream at that. Did you expect him to bite her with his false teeth? Well, I mean, not rough. again because we did. He did bite Janet earlier. We find yeah. out, and he bites. This is he the bites. Yeah, he likes like, to bite. why is he biting people? <laughs> how does how how do false teeth drop out of a demon? I don't understand That's how. What like, I said. and I'm like, if I don't get that. I don't get that. If this man is that just more poetic license? It's just like yeah, I don't know. I mean, they don't really go too far into explaining how that was there. Was it there before? Like, had that flood been there since they moved in, and they just never looked in the basement? Looked in the basement? I don't know. Um, Are you telling me those false teeth have been floating in that water the whole time? I don't know. I mean, they don't really explain give you any explanation they just found them because it like you saw like the plop behind them where like then he like that's why he reached into the water is like there somebody in the water so I don't know how does how does a lot of this happen like the demon pulls Janet like through the floor into the locked room with all of the crucifixes on the wall true there's a lot of They don't have yeah. a rule book, really. It just happens. Yeah. You know? yeah, a lot of I think a lot of physics rules don't apply to demons. Maybe. Yeah, I was asking the same questions though, Miles. As I was like, "What yeah, are the good. rules?" Yeah, good. You see, I'm glad you've been. I'm glad. I was like, this feels like very loose rules that we've got yeah. going on here. Well, because already yeah. we have to stretch our imagination, right? But then you're like, but within the imagination, are there not sets of rules for this situation? Like, wait, how come? And there are teeth. certain rules sometimes, but not like, um, so like, I mean, the, the, the granddaddy of all possession movies is The Exorcist. And in The Exorcist, you don't see that kind of physics defying stuff. Right. Like she, she can't, she levitates, but she can't, mm-hmm. uh, like she doesn't appear in a different part of the house. You right, know, like yeah. You, um, she can change the temperature, like the, the room is freezing cold all the time. Sure. But we've seen that in that's kind of a, a straight up rule when there's demons or ghosts that that 
it exactly. gets very cold, right? Like, yeah. but yeah, this one, there's quite a few things that are like, well, how how that happened? Well, and yeah. all these things are happening, and then the Warrens are like, well, because Lorraine can't sense anything there, and you know, Ed's saying, you know, we didn't really see anything. It's so I think there's still a lot of like skepticism that's going on when, right. you know, but it makes no sense because. Sure. It, that's that's the part that annoys me when the the warrants are also saying, "Well, we don't know for sure," and kind of believing that it may not be real when he saw with his eyes anymore. He you know, saw, he saw how the mom got pulled into the water, bitten. Yeah. Like he saw all of that with his own eyes. Exactly. I do <laughs> like, think that's strange. The lack of what we're supposed to think is imagination and what isn't is very confusing, actually. Sure. Yeah. There's quite a bit that you're like, I'm not really sure what we're supposed to. Yeah. Yeah. Odd. But perhaps yeah. we're diving too deep. Perhaps we're not supposed to even think about it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But, oh. but I mean, that's what leads them to leave is when they, the one um, investigator shows the video of Janet destroying the kitchen, kind of saying, yeah, so proving she, that she did that. It wasn't some demon. We can see her this, breaking This lady this thinks thing. that it's fake news. She's, she is not, Correct. she is, she <laughs> is not trumper. keen. She's a trumper yeah. through and through. Yeah. Yeah. I love when the mother was like, oh, and she she managed to put this like old man's voice through her body as well right. and throw herself from a bed across Bite the her roof. shoulder. Well, and then they had done the whole thing with like her putting, yeah, water in her mouth. And they're like, she could have, it wasn't until you looked away and she could have spat the water out and put it back in right. and, you know, all yeah. these things. And yeah. that, how good that would work. Wrapped like, in the closet. Contorted with what we actually know of what happened i can understand someone questioning it but with what happens in this film it's quite yeah. hard sure if, right. you, if you go do you want to look at the bite mark on my arm right now right and and i feel like the warrens did witness a lot of those things that happened themselves mm -hmm. so yeah. i get the others being skeptical what feels like it doesn't mesh is for the warrens to also feel well, like, I think it's not real. Why would they be skeptical when they've literally built their whole career on seeing this eyes, happening? Yeah. They know well, it happens. So I don't why? I just imagine it just because they got so much backlash for like the Amityville thing. Like they're like being more cautious. And then that video, they're like, you know, there it doesn't matter. The church is going to pull us anyway. You know, no matter whether they sent us out or what the church is going to pull us because there's this video which we then end up finding out is that the demon basically said right. like you have to do this or we're going to kill everybody yeah, yeah. right you know, and, it because they're like we need them to leave yeah we get rid right. of them and that's kind of the, the moment that they turn around right like when lorraine mm -hmm. says like wait a minute so it, it, isn't it weird that all of a sudden this happens in the one room where there's a camera right mm -hmm. like where she's like the, the demon yeah. is trying to make it look like it's a fake so that we would get out and that's when they kind of go back well and well, he so puts those like tape recordings together to like yeah. figure out just, that it's a demon that took bill and right because bill was saying weird things like like it, broken sentence it, it, it won't 
or hell like yeah like weird out won't out or something right and then when they put them both side by side they hear that what he's really saying is it won't let me get out yeah and that's when they realize it's not built like it won't let me get out or something right it's 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 the demon that's keeping bill in the house as well that's possessing this little girl i just remember that near the beginning the police come round and literally see something supernatural happening they see a chair flinging across the room and not only do they not do anything about it they just they just bugger off. They don't even go like. Well, I mean, they said this is we can't do anything about this. Like we can't arrest a ghost. You know, they're, they're like, like contact the church. Essentially, is kind of what. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, if we go back to this woman now claiming that this girl's making it all up, couldn't the police? Right, have there's a lot of world? people that witnessed this. It's well, not just the family's words. Yeah. Well, that woman was like, their kids are really good at pulling pranks. Essentially, like yeah, this is okay. A yeah, they're like, not good at home alone times a thousand. <laughs> right. Smashing up the whole house. Right. They're not yeah. good at like dividing the roof and yeah. you know. Yeah. It's yeah, bizarre. So, yeah. Anyway, they're so on they, the way that, back. that's when they the, the warrants turn back and go back to the house and they're realizing the demons set it up so that everybody left them alone. And so they're like, oh no, this, it worked. We all left them. And and Janet is in real danger. So they're like rushing back to the house. Mm-hmm. You're in danger, girl. You're in danger, girl. <laughs> <laughs> we already knew that from a while ago. Oh, oh yeah. I just like, oh, yeah. feel for Janet. Oh, the most heartbreaking moment she had was when she was talking to like, Lorraine and she was just like I'm just so tired and you just like yeah oh I almost cried at that moment and she never gets a rest you know I mean no. that family hasn't slept in a while yeah, yeah. exactly and that's and it's pretty cruel like when we find out that he Bill isn't the actual demon himself well he's not the demon is the nun that's keeping Bill in the house. I know, yeah, that's what... That's, that's oh, I thought you said he was the same. <laughs> no. I thought you said that Bill was the demon. No. Okay. no. Oh, I was sorry. halfway through. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Hold on, girl. I'm saying <laughs> that when we find out the truth, it's pretty cruel that we're hearing him constantly just saying, like, he's coming back to see that his house isn't people in his house and everyone he knew is gone it's horrible it's like mm-hmm. a constant thing of him being like once you get once you realize he's not the main enemy you're like this is really this is horrible this man has been like made to see that all his family are dead and the people are in his house and yeah it's, it's a lot it's not very nice but then this most of this film's not very nice so i don't know why i'm surprised <laughs> Because we have to, when you watch the, in my opinion, when you watch the films back to back, there is a lot of mirror imaging. I know it's different and the plot, but there's a lot of, there is repetition for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. The fact that we have a whole basement scene, the fact that we have lots of children in the house, the fact that they're trying to get rid of a demon the whole time, it's just, it's quite, it's a bit repetitive, I think. But I would say too scarier, but I do think it's quite repetitive. 
And I'm guessing what happens in number three? Where do they go? <laughs> number three has um, it's another crime case that someone killed someone and and then their defense was that they were possessed by the devil. So the warrants come in to prove if that was true or not. Right. So it's so that's the devil made me do it when okay. yeah. Wow. And do you think there's going to be more? There's a new one coming out this year. There's a new one coming out this year. Wow. Another country point cause. It's just going to keep going, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, as long as they make money. That's what I was going to say. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Huge. So, yeah, so we that vision, the vision from earlier that Lorraine sees is coming true now back at the house and the lightning strikes the tree and like cracks it in half and then she kind of realizes as ed is just barreling full force into the house that's trying to lock him out he gets a couch thrown at him and everything but like that tree is sort of the vision of where he gets impaled and dies that she was having yes earlier but he's like running into the house like a madman. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like trying to save her out the window whilst clinging uh-huh. onto a curtain. Looks yeah. Like, a curtain, like clips, like the tiniest little clips that are like holding yeah. humans out the window. Yeah. Yeah. So then she comes in to save the day. Yeah. What does she actually say to the nun to stop her? I didn't really understand what she's saying. We find her out name- that. Their, the demon's name she realizes that the name she like knew it all along well she she already knew it because it was what she had been scribbling in the bible that she just happened to bring her really scribbled up bible to london with her um yeah. and finds the name is valak and that's enough to get rid of her pretty instantly <laughs> You just yeah, have to that's say her kind name. Kind of the one, the one rule across the board. If you know the demon's name, then you have power over it. Oh, so, wow! Now, like I like condemn you back to hell. Is that what it is? Yeah, she calls Valak by all this other adjectives mm-hmm. and no names, like the defiler and the whatever. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I condemn and you. I order you back to hell. How does she know her name though from earlier? That's the scene from when she's having that dream and she's. Ask, she's screaming at the demon, tell you? me, who are so you? The only reason she knows is because she's had a vision. And then it, she was scribbling she was on, like, writing in on the Bible. Bible. That's what and she was writing. Saying she didn't know it. Without the vision, she wouldn't have known the name. It's only because she had that. Correct. And then she like read the letter she, on each page. She remembered yeah. that happened and she went and got the Bible and she, sure enough, she read the name. And mm. is that vision coming from a different demon then or a different that's, source? That's, that's her mm-hmm. gift. She can. She has. That's just vision. her gift. Yeah, and it's, it's a shame nun. that her gift didn't. Valak, <laughs> who's possessing Bill? Who's possessing Janet? Right, 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 right. With you. Oh, one happy. Wow. Yeah. So then. The nun's not very happy when she does it. That's for sure. She's, no, she's that, was the, other, that was the other jump. No, the other jump one was the um, the crooked man. That one really 
I screamed at that one earlier. <laughs> yeah, when the dog turns into the crooked man. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like that. Really creepy. So like in the first film, when all that's over, they the, the happy music comes on again and they have a kind of like a daylight and they're all outside with an ambulance and it's like, okay, phew. Things are back to normal again. Like in the first film, they had that before you have the little twist at the end. And over the subtitles, they tell you the facts about it all, which I found really interesting, actually. I thought that was so bizarre that all that happened. And I kind of thought I could take a trip out and visit Green Street or Lane or whatever it is, but then do I actually want to do that? (laughs) You definitely should. Do you think I'm not doing it without Viv? When you come, I'll go with you. I'm not going on my I'm own. sure, yeah, I'm sure we can find the address online. Somewhere. Yeah, it's easy. Yeah. I mean, literally, I typed it into Google earlier to find to remember exactly where Enfield is. Yeah. And it popped right up. So fun. <laughs> but yeah, um, and then he brings back the creepy toy. I like yeah, how so- he uses like handkerchiefs to like handle them I'm like someone get this man a pair of gloves <laughs> exactly give him uh, the tool yeah yeah and it ends like the first film really doesn't it puts it in the puts it in the collection another another thing for the collection and off we go but the photos in the credits were more detailed this time they were much more there was a lot more literally showing each character and each one looked nothing like the actor playing them at all. Not a bit. <laughs> nope. Well, I'm kind of fascinated by Peggy because the picture they showed of her was her, I'm guessing, a lot older. And the fact that she literally stayed in that house. After all that, she just stayed there for years and years and died in the same chair. That is just... Well, I think, that, I mean, similar, to, I guess, to the other conjuring is I'm like, I feel like this is also part partly these people's fault. They're like, yeah, I guess we'll just stay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is why you can see how eyebrows are raised. Sure. Because you're like, well, why would you want it? Why would you do that? Mm-hmm. That's definitely an argument against them, I feel. But anyway, that's for another podcast. <laughs> Debunking the Warrens. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, trying to do. So, that. how would you? I'd rate this one scarier than the first film because of the nun. Yeah, the nun but, is terrifying. But we're still not in Hellraiser, so I would say a strong eight, I guess, or no, maybe a nine because I think I gave eight to the last one. So, I think the nun brings it up to a nine because Hellraiser was definitely a ten. So, hmm. yeah. Yeah, the nun is very scary. Definitely scarier than the last one for sure. Yeah. Okay, so that's that's the conjuring and the conjuring too. Hey, <laughs> okay, our first uh sequel. Our first double bubble, yeah. So what have we got coming next? So next we are going to go back to James Wan and Patrick Wilson collab oh, straight, away. straight away, and we're gonna be watching Insidious. Oh boy. It's good. Ooh, okay. Wow. I didn't realize that we're going to be seeing them again that soon. 
Yes. And we're going to be seeing James Wan pop up one more time later. Okay. Gosh, they're very close to this three James Wans in a row. Yeah. They're kind of, they go well together because they're kind of like the same theme in a way. So, and I feel like they're kind of in the same level of scary. Uh, that's hmm. not appealing right now but i'm sh- i will still <laughs> oh god here we go again <laughs> you can just sing that song during it <laughs> i will it's yeah. gonna get me through i was kind of <laughs> thinking like you know i think i'm hoping for a vampire next week for a change <laughs> throw me a werewolf oh lord <laughs> you reached the level of the podcast where it's it's yeah. probably not any easy rides from here on out yeah, it's no. going to be a lot of demons and a lot of murderers coming up your way. Yay. Yeah, <laughs> I think I'm going to make you watch 100 Christmas films at the end of this. <laughs> it's the only way I can get my own back. <laughs> anyway, we, I feel like we've, we've had a go immediately. We've, right. We have... We have... Well, yeah. Thank you, Carrie. We're Kerry. one step away from doing a virtual tour at the Warrens Museum at this stage. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm, I think we should that would be really yeah, fun that, that's potentially going to come up yes thank you Carrie for joining that's, us come back you. again I bye. will <laughs> we'll see bye. you later bye, bye.